Welcome to the Swim Swam Podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges, joining us today. She's an Olympian. She's a world champ. And most recently, she's an NCAA champion with the Stanford Cardinal. Today, we are sitting down with freshman from Stanford, Claire Curzan. What's up, Claire? How's it going? Hello. I'm doing great. How are you? Well, you know, <laughs> feels like Friday to me. It's Thursday, but uh, you know, I can taste the weekend, so I'm doing well. Uh, we, I, I feel like I have a lot to talk to you about. You know, we were we were just chatting. I talked to you at NCAA's, but it doesn't feel like it just because uh, you were with Tori at the time, and I feel like that meets such a blur. And uh, a lot has happened since then. So we're gonna start from the the most recent and kind of work backwards. You're taking a red shirt for the Olympic year. Um, a lot of athletes do this. Can you just take us through your decision on why you felt this was the best path for you? Um, obviously, having already been to an Olympics before, um, I, th- I think you have an idea of what it takes to make that team. But yeah, take us through the decision and how long you have been considering this. Yeah, I mean, I think going in, um, I knew that I would have a pretty good setup um, just with timing. So I'd be able to do a full year of college, uh, be able to experience it, see what it's like, um, and then have the opportunity to take that redshirt year if I wanted. Um, So I think knowing what it took, as you said, um, as uh, going into my senior year of high school, um, it's, it's a grind. Uh, You kind of got to put all of it into swimming because as America, um, we're, one of the great swing powerhouses. So it's, it's a blessing and a curse to have to be so competitive at Olympic trials um, and really be on your game to make the team. Um, So I love this team. I had the best time in college season. It was unlike anything I could have ever expected, but I think um, if I really just wanted to try to do my best, go all in and kind of have no regrets going into trials. Um, I think personally, I would just need to take a little step back, um, still be with the team, hopefully, um, but just go all in on long course swimming um, because college season is very fun, but it's also very exhausting. Uh, Dual meets happen every week, um, lots of traveling, uh, which is so fun. But I think when you're you have such a big meet like Olympic trials, it's it's for me personally, it's best just to focus on it. Absolutely. Uh, so a couple of follow-up questions for that. Do you, do you, will you still be taking classes at Stanford and, and do you know kind of how, what, how you'll manage that or what your class load will be this upcoming year? That's a good question. I've still kind of been going back and forth. There's a lot of different scenarios that are available to me, whether it's just, um, since Stanford operates in the quarter system, just take classes in the fall and then maybe take off winter and spring, um, I don't think I would take classes year round um, or just take no classes and, and have the whole year to enjoy just focusing on swimming. Um, so I haven't quite made a decision on which path I'd like to go down, but I think it's an ongoing conversation between a lot of parties. Um, and I think whatever I decide will, will be the right thing. That, that's it's kind of an interesting one, because do, do you feel like uh, long term, it really matters one way or the other? Like if you know, if you happen to finish your degree a half a year or a year later than 
than you would have had you taken classes this year? Um, I think it's kind of a play by play. It's how motivated I want to be um, (laughs) the next three years I'm in school. But um, I think as of right now, I I really like swimming. So I'm going to roll with swimming. Um, And I think we can worry about getting my 180 credits to graduate later. That sounds like so many. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Um, As an aside, you're currently are you currently in classes? I know most schools are finishing up with their semester right now. But as you said, Sanford's on the quarter system. So do you guys finish in early June? Yeah, we finish in, in early June. We, uh, we're we on week six right now, which is hard to believe it's flown by, but we have 10 weeks total. Uh, week 10 is like our final week. So we'll be finishing a little bit before um, the upcoming Indy trials. Okay. Nice. So, so you'll get a couple weeks in there uh, where you can mentally taper and physically taper for trials. Nice. Do you have, do you know what events you will be swimming at said trials? Um, also still kind of in talks with Greg, but I think uh, just like glancing at the schedule, I think it works out pretty well for me to swim uh, a lot of events as I have historically. So I'll probably be hitting all of the main contenders like butterfly backstroke and freestyle. Um, yeah, uh, I think it'll be a busy meet, but it's a fun meet, so I'm excited. Okay, I'm gonna. This is a softball, so you can you know answer as ambiguously as you want. How? Where is the 200 back on your radar? Is it on your radar for trials? I mean, I think maybe I. After kind of the season I had with backstroke collegiately, I think Greg and I both decided that it might be worth pursuing and. Um, it does work out in the schedule. I think it's the second day and it's pretty much by itself aside from maybe a 50. Um, but I, I enjoy swimming backstroke a lot. Um, I think it's, it would be new and fun and I, I get excited about that. So, um, I think potentially, yes, it'll be, it'll be a contender. Fair enough. All right. So, I mean, yeah, we all know, (laughs) I think you've got like eight plus potential events, uh, that, or that you've swam internationally so far in your career whether that's a a short course worlds or a long course world so always excited to see what you'll end up swimming and and how those events go for you especially with the the 50s of stroke and play um so taking a redshirt year you're still kind of figuring out those waters in terms of uh academics um but you'll get to focus on long course for the next year and a half you started your long course season, or you 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 got a jump start to it anyway, uh, by this USA Swimming Relay Camp that was held in Austin. C- correct me if I'm wrong, because we we didn't have a ton about it, but I think it was a two or three day camp. Um, there were a, a lot of members of USA Swimming. Um, can you just give us your perspective on what it was like and what you feel like you got from it? No, I think um, it was the first time it's ever happened. It was like a joint um project for both Todd and Greg um and they they seem super excited about it just to try to go in all in on relays um because I think what they kind of discussed at the camp is that a lot of countries have these national team centers where like every like couple times a year or for a long a long time um other countries will be able to join together and, and really focus on swimming um and getting comfortable with each other but because USA Swimming is so dominant there's like a bunch of different hubs across the country where 
people are, are really, really fast. So being able to kind of reconnect with all of my friends from USA Swimming Meets um, outside of a competition setting was super, super fun. Um, they did a great job putting the thing together, the, the camp together. Um, they had a lot of cool speakers come, lots of really hype videos um, and just a lot of good message. Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't able to make it to our last practice because I caught food poisoning that before, but the days that I was there were very, very fun. Um, and I hope we'll have another one sometime soon because I think it was a really great for USA Swimming and I'm excited about um, just the things that we can start to create in the future. How many times did you watch the Lee Zach video of him running down Elaine Bernard? If you say <laughs> less than five, I'm going to be pretty disappointed in the coaching staff. I would not want to disappoint you, but we watched a lot of a lot of good relays. So um it was one of many that, that we watched, but I think m maybe two or three times. Okay. Okay. You know what? Yeah, no, that's pretty good. I thought you were going to say you didn't watch it. And I was going to be like, what kind of relay oh. camp fraud is this? <laughs> no, we did. We <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> so that sounds really cool. So there were speakers, there were videos. Um, in terms of the actual practices, like, this is what I'm always curious about when we hear about relay camps from any country is like, well, you can't just practice relay starts for six hours a day. Like, what what were you actually doing in the water um, in terms of I I think someone I heard from someone I don't I don't remember who they're like, no, it was actually really hard. And it's like, oh, I thought it was just starts all day. So so what were you actually doing in the water? What were the practices like? I will second that person's statement because. Uh, I was also going in anticipating kind of a chill weekend. Um, Greg had been hitting us pretty hard and just in the weight room and in general. So I was looking forward to a break, but we got quite the opposite. Um, when we, I think when I arrived on Thursday, like afternoon, um, we went into um, long course swimming outside at Texas because that's a great facility. Um, but it was probably like five or six K right off a plane and I was not ready for that. Um, lots of breath control and different coaches took turns writing the sets. So on that afternoon, Todd had written the sprint set and I think either um, the Sandpipers coach or, or Nesty maybe wrote the distance set. Um, so that one was pretty tough. The next morning um, I did like a 6K IM set <laughs> next to Katie Ledecky, which was crazy. Um, I did not think I was gonna be there, but that was also very fun. How did, very how did you fare? <laughs> Bro, I actually didn't do quite as bad as I was expecting. I was nervous, but um, once, you know, I got to do breast dolphin because unfortunately, um, <laughs> I think I go 50. But um, uh, some 250s freestyle fasts at the end of every round, I was kind of close. So I, I consider that a win. I was kind of pumped after that practice. Um, and then we came back for a double Friday night. Um, which is also pretty rough. I think me and, and Tori were pretty tired at that point, just after a long week. So Greg let us put some fins on for things, but um, Katie and, and Caleb and a couple other people kind of cranked that night as well with hundreds and 120 and stuff. Um, and then unfortunately the, the next morning, Saturday morning, I wasn't there because I got sick, but that was probably the more relay focused practice where they, they actually did relays um, like mixed and, and individual medleys and stuff like that. So I think that one was probably the most fun. Oh, <laughs> I what? 
I know. I I made it to all the training, but not to the fun. <laughs> well, I'm sure your coaches were jazzed about that, but that's I'm sorry. <laughs> food poisoning is the worst. So bad. Um, I, I, I my follow up question was going to be like, you know, did you get to go do anything in Austin? You know, that that's where I live, and I brag to everyone about Austin, um, mostly just about the food. It sounds like the food didn't totally agree with you, but did you get to do fun things or eat anywhere, you know, significant that really stood out to you? Yeah. Friday night, um, USC swimming kind of gave us free reign. So a lot of all the girls at the camp went together um, and Leah Smith and, and Lydia kind of took us around Austin because they were the most familiar with it. Um, so they took us to a really fun restaurant. We went out and got ice cream, which was delicious. Um, and I think the night before we were at a convention center, which was pretty cool when we got lots of talks and stuff. Um, but I think Friday night was kind of the, or Saturday, Friday night was the only night to explore. And, and we did get to see a lot of, a lot of Austin just from a car. Nice. I, I feel like, yeah, for a short trip, a driving tour does the job, but it sounds like a really. So the win. <laughs> Heck yeah. Um, that's great. So it sounds like a fun camp. Um, Do you feel like you walked away with with any takeaways or anything you'll carry with you into the rest of the summer and and trials? I think um, one of the really cool things is that they had a lot of like U.S. Swimming alums come talk to us. So we got a lot of great perspective from them. Um, And we also kind of, I feel like one of the main takeaways that I got was um culture i think because of the way that sometimes usa swimming qualifies people for meets um you only see your friends like maybe once or twice a year but i think with that camp um we realized like how important culture was and and how that'll really help us going into meets and how to boost our relays um so i think knowing now that kind of we're all in this together even if we're competing against each other like nationally but internationally like it's so important to love your teammates and be, be there for your teammates um, and just be a dependable, great person. Um, and I don't know if everyone took away the same message, but I, I'm super excited um, if the summer works out to hopefully contribute as best I can to starting to build that culture of just excellence within U.S. Swimming. I mean, you've, you've been on quite a few relays. For you yes. to stay swimming so far. I mean, it hasn't, you know, over the, just over the last two years, you've been to two short course worlds, Olympics, long course worlds. You're on like 15 relays per meet. So <laughs> yeah, it's, that's a lot, but it's so fun. That's probably the best, most memorable parts of all of my meets. Yeah. Which is, which is great to hear. Um, was there a speaker that stood out to you? Um, I think Brendan Hansen really stood out to me. Uh, he's a very like, cool guy that just gets straight to the point he's a he's a very effective speaker um and just his messages really really got to me that um like swimming is really important but the people you're surrounded with are are even more important so just enjoy them and and enjoy the experience and don't worry so much about the the results unless it comes to relays and then you bust your butt to to help your teammates he's an austin guy cool guys in austin that's all i'm saying (laughs) um nice uh okay relay camp it sounds good thank you so much for that insight uh and so let's let's talk ncaa's again 
kind of got to talk to you there, but we and we were discussing this before before for me that meat is such a blur um you know the the media tent <laughs> literal tent in that case outside in a parking lot was is always so packed there's so many reporters there um you don't really get to have as much of a of a one-on-one interaction so um just coming into NCAAs do you feel like that meet met your expectations did you expect anything going in and and <laughs> did, did, were those met or were those like totally just thrown out the door? I think um, NCAAs this year was a little bit of a push and pull. Um, I definitely hit some of my goal times that I wanted to. Uh, like most of my backstrokes were pretty solid throughout the year. Uh, so I was excited that I could even go pretty close. Um, and then also my first time under 21 in a relay split for 50 free. And so I was super excited about that. Um, but I think like as an enemy, you're going to get disappointed with some things and be super excited about others. So I think in the moment, I wasn't the most happy about all of my swims, but just kind of stepping back now and getting perspective like Brendan uh, talked about. Um, I think I've learned a lot of things and I think the changes that I've made to my training and that I've brought into long course have, have been really effective. Yeah. Can, can you, can you give me any details on that or dive in, you know, what, what changes have you made or, or what do you feel like you took away from that meet? Yeah, I think, um, one thing that I've been working on is a lot of power, uh, just going back to kind of my roots attack with lots of, um, buckets, um, lots of weighted things. And then also our dry land has really changed a lot. We've been doing a lot more of it. Um, and I think that's also been really helpful. I think we're like the team right now is the fittest probably we've ever been um and it's you know take that as a as you will in, in the moment during practice it's sometimes hard but uh just thinking now how how great we'll feel um once all of this is kind of cut back with with taper um it's exciting and i think we're all gonna go really fast nice uh i mean to to go through that mean as a freshman especially you know you were the first two days of the meet just relays. And then you kind of got fired out of a cannon. You had four individual swims on the third day, plus a relay, I think. And then the last day, uh, you know, you had that tuner back, uh, which you were top seed and which you held, um, Mm -hmm. ending in an NCAA title for you. How do you feel like you navigated just moving throughout the meet, uh, and takeaways you had from, just the experience of being at an NCAAs, which is a meet that's pretty unique to any other. Yes, that meet is, is definitely super unique. Um, I think, and a lot of um, Stanford people and, and other just collegiate swimmers have told me going into and coming out of the meet that you really just can't anticipate what you're going to feel like and what it's going to be like. And I think now I know that that's true. Um, like the stands are packed. Everyone is swimming super fast, a short course. Um, and it's just kind of a meet unlike any other. And so I think going into it, I, I think I handled it the best that I could with the knowledge that I had. Um, I think having watching the everyone swim individually the first two days and knowing I had relays, I was super excited about that, but I was kind of itching to swim individually um and I think you know it was a pretty tough day with the hunter fly and hunter back I didn't exactly do what I wanted to do but Tori did super well and a bunch of other girls on our team did really well um and so knowing that 
we had a lot of momentum individually uh, just really helped me push through Saturday. And I think I exceeded my expectations Saturday. Um, was kind of nervous about going into the two back, but I think where I came out was very exciting and, and it was cool to see how I was able to kind of bounce back. Yeah. Uh, what were your expectations for that hundred fly hundred back double? You're very experienced in doubles. As we've said, you do them all the time on the international stage, especially, um, for relays. I mean, Hey, you know, on paper, um, you were 50.0 in the hundred fly and hundred back finals. You were fourth in the hundred fly third in the hundred back. Um, so, you know, it's easy for me to guess what what your goals were but you know can you can you tell us from your own mouth yeah i think obviously my goals for a long time in butterfly at least have been to go 48 um and i think going into to that meet knowing that you know literally over half of the field was gonna go really really fast um i think i was excited for the opportunity just to to be in the heat and i i think i was a little bit in the heat but i think now next year going in i'll have a better grasp on just all around how to kind of attack it. Um, and yeah, I think also the double, sometimes I felt like, well, during the meet, I felt like I had less time than I was anticipating, which I think kind of tripped me up a little bit in finals um, because at NCAA's short course, you got to really be on your A game to, <laughs> and everything comes down to like point one or less than 0.1 um so just knowing that I was in the mix this time will probably make me more comfortable next time knowing I can try to exceed what I did yeah absolutely do you do you feel like your international experience carried over into this meet or do you feel like this was you know this that specific double was pretty different than other doubles you had done in the past I guess other than just the the timing of them? It's an interesting question. Um, I feel like internationally, I was definitely a little bit more experienced going into that double. Um, but I think also in totality, international meets, you have a little bit more time in between prelims and finals because they're they're very selective meets so not as many heats in the morning you can kind of get out of there earlier um and, and take more time in between prelims and finals um and i think that was something lacking at ncaa's um but i think a doubles is going to be tough regardless um but i think just the more you do it the better you get at it. So now that I've gotten short course doubles under my belt, I think next time I approach it, I can be smarter about it. Nice. Well, congrats on all this experience. It sounds like your summer's off to a good start. Uh, do you have any meets or, or, or what meets do you have coming up between now and trials? So uh, we'll be heading off to Mission Viejo next week, which I am very excited about. Um, a lot of the team is going men and women, so it'll be a very, very fun meet. And then I think we'll also be partaking in a Santa Clara meet just to get some last minute long course racing in and then going to Indy. Nice. Well, uh, Claire, as always, it's been great talking to you. Thank you for taking the time to sit down and chat. 
I hope the meets go well. And uh, if nothing else, I'm guessing I'll see you at trials. Uh, anything we missed or any parting thoughts before we sign off today? No, I just, I had a great time talking with you. Thank you for having me on here. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.